Hello. Hello. Good evening. How are we? I'm good. Freezing. It's a bit chilly, isn't it? Bit chilly. I was <laughs> I was actually looking up on ASOS today for um because I don't actually have a winter coat. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like jackets, which is not doing like I don't understand why when it got so cold. It's like Halloween came and then all, all of a sudden like the cold frost just came. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've noticed as well. As you said, I think you said it before as well. Like as soon as Halloween comes, for some reason after that period of time it gets really cold. And you're right, there's been such a stark difference between before October thirty first and after. <laughs> also, I have no coats with hoods, and I've been caught in the rain like a few days this week. You might just need an umbrella. I don't really like umbrellas because they always just like fold inside out or like blow or something. The wind always yeah, messes them and up. And they're so annoying because you have to carry them. Yeah, that is true, I guess. Because I have, I find I've, I have quite a few coats that don't have hoods as well now. And I find myself getting caught in the rain as well, which is a bit annoying. I don't have an umbrella either, so just kind of have to take the, or wear a hat or take the rain, which is a hell either way. At least you drive though, which helps. I, I guess so, yeah, true. A little bit. Skirt, skirt. Um, how's your day? Um, yeah, not too bad. I feel like I actually have to work today, so when I do have to work, I'm always a bit like perplexed and confused. <laughs> you actually always work on. Oh, it's actually Wednesdays you always work. Yeah, in person, but I'm not gonna go in this week, so yeah, I'll be at home. Um, how about you? How was your day today? It's cute. It's fine. Um, nothing special happened. Just you know, cutting around the streets. It is actually my birthday month, so I'm a bit happy. November. Uh, I'm always like torn because obviously like, obviously my, November's my birthday month, but also November's just so c- close to Christmas and obviously it's cold. So it's like it's a it's like a catch twenty two. Because mm. I don't even know about you, but I'm not thinking about Christmas at all yet. Yeah, I'm not. I think when they start doing the Black Friday stuff, I start thinking about Christmas only because I can get certain things um, in advance of that. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Have, have you ever bought anything from Black Friday? Only like the last two years, you know. I think I got myself my Nintendo Switch like around Black oh, yeah. Friday a few years ago, maybe. Um, and then maybe something else, or maybe some electronic gift for someone else. I can't remember. I think I'm one of my friends, like an Alexa or something. I've literally never bought anything from Black Friday. Maybe I will. Loki, if you're gonna go do Christmas shopping, you best to like kind of look into Black Friday because I feel like stuff ends up being a bit cheaper than Christmas, and you don't have to leave your house, especially with Amazon. So true that. True that. Uh, but in other news, let's get into our hot topics today. But before I do that introduction, hi everybody, welcome to the Great Podcast, the podcast where we speak about music and. What do we speak about? Music and all things I'm popular actually... culture. <laughs> Music and all things popular culture. That's what we speak about. Um, I'm Car CNN. I'm Ollie Vade. And today we're giving you a Hot Topics episode, as I mentioned, in terrible order. Um, first on our list is Halloween costumes, celebrity Halloween costumes. And these standouts in my head, I'm not going to lie, I'm just going to just jump right into them. Um, Laurie Harvey, um, I don't know if you saw her, but she did like a sort of homage to Beyonce in different videos. I think she did like a Booty Dishes and she did a Me, Myself and I and maybe mm-hmm. a cover for another one. I did girl. see that, yeah. Yeah. So that was really good to me. Diddy was the Joker. He was in character like the whole time, which I think was really, 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 really good, if I'm honest. Um, anyone sign up? Um, Lizzo did. She, she dressed as Marge Simpson. <laughs> I just oh, yeah. Like, 
Wait, Didn't is Cardi it Cardi B do that? Cardi B as well. Yeah, they both did the same. Did that. Yeah. Yeah, which is random. A random Halloween costume. Um, Cardi B always does good Halloween costumes, though. Yeah. Uh, I just thought Marge Simpson was just a funny choice. Like, why would you just think of that? <laughs> um, Beyonce did The Proud Family <clears throat> with Jay-Z and her kids. She did it a bit late. And, you know, maybe that's her brand now. Because, you know, we still, we're still waiting for those Renaissance vid- visuals. Basically. Um. And I remember you saying to me the other day that you thought that it was weird that Tina didn't do the grandma. Yeah. Um, what sugar mama? What, is that her name? Yeah, sugar mama. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was weird too. I don't know why Beyonce did both. Um, yeah, it would make Beyonce... sense for Tina to do it. Because mm. she's uh, got they... her mum and she's got these mum still around as well. So she could have used either or, to be honest. Yeah, it was a bit random. But I think it's a good idea though. And it's a good throwback to when Destiny Child did the Proud Family theme. Is nice, yeah, I agree. Um, one of my favorite Beyonce Halloween costumes, though, was a few years back when she did um, what's her name, Tony Braxton. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good ode, that was a really good one. You know, um, what's so funny about that, though? <laughs> what? Chris Jenner thought that Beyonce was like being her, so yeah, I remember. Like, Thank you, Beyonce, I love it. And we're like, huh? How- how embarrassing! <laughs> literally, she was literally saying thank you, Beyonce. I love it, and everyone was like, "No, she's not you. She's being Tony Braxton." Like that's actually so funny. That just shows yeah. how out of touch the Kardashians are. But that's another topic. Um, who else stood up to me? I liked. Um, <laughs> no, what was funny was that Normani like released hers like yesterday. Was, I don't like, understand. It's, it's and then like... she was like, oh, late as usual, and I was like, "Is that funny?" It's not, it's not really a joke, is it? Like, I'm not joking with her at the moment. Exactly. Like, I don't think that was funny because we're still wondering what's going on with her and her releases and stuff. So I don't think that was like a funny joke. I mean, Beyonce made the same joke, but that's Beyonce. So exactly. uh, it's a different level. I mean, and the costume was a bit like meh anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like been there, done that, seen that before. Um, Who else did that to me? I can't remember. I'm trying to think of who else did dressed up. Mm-mm-mm. I think those are the only ones that really stood out to me, to be fair. It wasn't that, like, I couldn't think of anything that was, like, mind-blowing this year. Yeah. The ones that kind of stood out to me as well that I remember anyway, or that I saw. So I, I'd agree with you, definitely. I feel like not many celebrities dressed up as they usually do, like, throughout the other yeah. years. Like, Rihanna normally does something. Yeah. Um, Maybe they were busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Or what, I don't know. <laughs> Preparing for the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll talk about her later, so I'll wait. True. Any more standouts for you? No, I think that was it, literally. The ones you mentioned were the ones I forgot to mention. Like Beyonce, for example. Um, yeah, Beyonce does usually do a good Halloween costume, though. Like, even a couple of years ago, she did Little Kim as well. She did, like, yeah, she did like, many Little Kim looks as well, which I mm-hmm. think was really cool. So, yeah, she's lit. Yep, yep. Okay, so we're moving on to some new releases. And these are a bit higgledy-piggledy because we've been... So when we wrote this list, they were just coming out. Uh, no, they were expected to be released, but I think a few of them have been released now. So yeah, I'm going to try and group them all together. Um, first of all, and Adele announced her, the I Drink Wine music video, which is her next single off her 30 album. Um, I, I watched the video. It's actually really a nice, cute video. Um, and that's like one of my favourite songs off the album as well. So I, I'm glad it got the video treatment. And I'm glad she's still kind of pushing the album because it's quite a good album, to be fair. I thought she, like, just gave up and just, like, moved on, but she clearly didn't. Um, and I think that's a fan favourite of the album, so it's a good choice. 
Um, have you watched the video? Yeah, actually, um, I like the aesthetic and the that the bit where she's like sitting in like a I don't know like call it a pond or some water mm-hmm. and there's like hands around her. That looks kind of cool. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I am falling ill, guys, and trying to rebuke it. <clears throat> but yeah, good aesthetic. I think I'm gonna lie there. That album to me was not giving. It wasn't given twenty five. It wasn't even given twenty one. <laughs> Wasn't even given nineteen. I know you love To be fair, it's not my favorite album, but I do appreciate it for like what she was trying to portray the message and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think I agree with you about the her album Twenty One being the best so far. Yeah, I think it was generally the best like so far in terms of like the songs. I feel like yeah, like I feel like that album should have had. The, I don't know which one sold more out of Twenty Five and Twenty One. Maybe it was Twenty Five. 25 yeah, 25 sold. Probably have. yeah. Well, actually, no, like... 20... Sorry, I think 21 sold more overall, but 25 overall. was the fastest selling and in terms of like first week sales. And uh, first week sales, yeah. Okay, well, that's that's fair then because I think 21 generally was a better project, so it deserved to have that accolade of selling more records, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think as you said, sorry, probably one of the better songs on the album, so I think she's chosen the right next single. Although it feels like this has taken a long time, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it's pushing it. But I guess she's probably sold. I think she's probably sold a million records now already. So oh, she yeah, for sure. Have, yeah, she doesn't have to, but I guess she's still pushing the project, which is good. So there'll be some resurgence yep. over Christmas time, I'm sure. We also have a Scissor's new song called Shirt, and it's such a bop. I don't, have you heard it? Yeah. The video is lit. Like, I think. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so let's, I forgot. Let's rate the. Songs called rate the oh, podcast. Yeah. We should rate the songs that I can <laughs> or songs. Like so what do you rate the girls? I drink. <laughs> I drink wine out of ten. I love the song. Like I said, it's one of my favorites. So the song I'll give it about an eight. But the vi- and the videos, I think it really suits the song. So maybe yeah. seven, eight as well. Also, what I loved about the videos, I like the whole going behind the scenes at the end. I don't know if you've noticed that bit, but like yeah. when the camera comes out and then it's like the set. I just I don't know why I like that, but I just like that. I think it's cool. Because they um, break like that. Which is oh, cool. yeah. Exciting, like that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so like seven, eight, or eight, I would say. What about you? Someone was getting a six for me. Solid <laughs> six. And the video can get about a seven, I think. It was fun. I feel like in terms of her videos, it was kind of fun and a bit more like... I mean, yeah. it, just looked, it was more fun than I usually expect from a doll. I expect Zelda to be sitting on a chair and not doing anything. So the fact she was doing a bit more than usual was good for me, mm-hmm. to be honest. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so going back to Scissor Shirt, I really love this song. It's, I hope, I really, really, really hope this is the lead-in to her album, because I don't understand. She's released about five singles now, and I, not, we don't know where they're going, what they're doing, what kind of project they're going for. <laughs> I just don't get what, what it is. But and every single one, I, I would say, has had like some form of impact, and they're really good songs. So I don't get what the label are doing. Mm. Every time she releases a song, she gets quite a good buzz about them as well. So I don't know why the label doesn't like <clears throat> like push on that. Um, I think Shirt is just a really, really good song. And like you said, the video is really good as well. Um, so yeah, I just hope that it's kind of leading somewhere, not just a random song like I Hate You was. Yeah, no, I get you. I know we don't know that those songs that kind of just tend to float and they don't really have a home in terms of like project to sit on so i hope that this makes sense and she should add the songs that she released as like bonus tracks i think that'll make more sense than just leaving them to be astray um i think sure it's a good song 
I didn't really like um I hate you that much. I'm not gonna lie. And I didn't really like good days either. And I didn't like hit I'm different. None of those songs really hit me in any kind of way, I'm not gonna lie to you. So like I've been a, a bit of a impasse with Scissor recently, but now I feel like there's a resurgence in my life of, of her. So I, I like this song. So I'm a bit more interested in the project. And the video is really cool. I feel like it was different. It was like action packed. Um mm-hmm. So I can appreciate that. And um, I would rate the song... I think I'll give the song a 7 out of 10. And I rate the video. The video deserves, like, a, a strong 9 out of 10, to be honest. Oh, for most definitely one of Scissor's best videos, I think. Yeah, literally. Um, I'll give the song about an 8 as well. And the video, about a 9, about a nine as well. Mm. Um, so moving on, we had Chloe releasing on the same day. And she for the night with Lado. And I'm not going to lie, like, I not as taken by the song as most people might have been i don't i don't know i haven't really listened to it since she released it mm. um i'm not gonna lie i don't think it needed the feature yeah uh i think it kind of ruined it and i'm not i'm not even going against lado because i'm a big lado big lado big lado fan <laughs> um but i just don't think she was needing on the song like when we heard the snippets like a few months back of this song i remember what i was saying oh we're so we're so excited for this song because it sounds like what we want from glowy and blah blah mm-hmm. And the fact that she made it a feature has kind of diminished it a little bit for me. Yep. Lato's verse didn't really give me anything mind-blowing, nothing special, which kind of sounded a bit lackluster as well. Yep. Um, I mean, the song by itself, I mean, if it was a solo song, I think it might have hit a bit different for me. But I don't know. For some reason, it just didn't really take me as much as I thought it would. Maybe I should give it a few more listeners. But yeah. What about yeah. you? What do you think? Um, it might be a grower on you, to be honest. I think I like, you know what, funny enough, I like, I know we said we liked this song like months ago when we heard the snippets or when she released, when she was sampling or sh- showcasing, previewing songs, sorry, that's what I'm previewing. Um, I like the song. As you said, I don't really think that the feature was necessary. I think what she should have done is released it solo and then had a big loud out on the remix, if anything. So release the song original with just yourself, have a nice, you know, cutesy bridge or whatever you want to do. And then a week later, to help with the furthering the streams, then you can release the remix with Lotto if that's what you want to do. But I don't think that Lotto really added much to the song. And I think the song would have been better in, like, summer, in, in place of Surprise. I'm not going to lie to you. Because Surprise is, like, a slow, I don't know, like, autumn-winter kind of song to me because it's a bit slower. Um, So I would have preferred it in summertime. It's a bit more, it's a bit more upbeat and mid-tempo. So for summer, I think it would have been better. Um, but generally speaking, I think I like the song. I think I don't. I like it more than surprise and treat me. Um, maybe up there with Have Mercy because I did like Have Mercy quite a bit. So I think she's on the right path, and I really want to commend her because I feel like she's actually trying. Oh yeah, she's most pushing, definitely. She's pushing stuff out, and she's trying, and she's doing what she needs to do. So, and I want it to be successful for her. I know that a lot of these songs have charted like over the last week or so, and hers has not charted as of yet. It's bubbling under, so on the American charts. So it's like, you know, almost on the chart, but not quite. So hopefully in the next few weeks with increased streams, radio play, maybe a couple of performances, um, it will be able to chart. Cause I think she deserves a hit. But basically her label are not going to release her album until she gets another hit. So, yeah, she's at a bit of a crossroad with this music thing at the moment. Yeah, which is a shame because, well, for me anyway, <clears throat> I think her music is really good. And yeah. She's, I, well, I liked Treat Me. Didn't like Surprise. Um, and like I said, I think Fortnite might be a bit of a grower. Yeah. 
But yeah, hopefully she does get hit because, like you said, she does deserve it. She's a good performer. Yeah, she's yeah. really trying, honestly. And I'll give um for the night song, I would give it like a. I actually really like it. I'll give it like an eight out of ten. I'm not gonna lie, I've listened to it quite a few times since. Um, and the video, I'm not gonna lie though. The video, first and foremost, let me just pick it apart slowly. Drewski, that he's like a kind of chubby comedian, was the love interest, which I thought was really odd. Um, on FaceTime, then I thought like. The video was like recorded, like one of those record. You know, like you go on tour, you perform somewhere, you record some of those snippets, and you put that in the video. I thought that was really weird because it was like, why did you guys? She recorded this when she was performing the song, basically on stage or at some show or whatever. So I was just like, this is an odd video. Um, so I don't really like the video like that, but I like the elements when she's like dancing and she's um, and the like acting with her and Big Ladder or whatever. So yeah, but the video I'll give it like a six out of ten. But um, the song I prefer, I think I like the song more than the video. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't that much of a fan of the video either, so I think I'd probably give it a five or a six. Mm. Um, and then the song, I'd probably give it a five as well. Which is, I don't know why. Maybe I was just probably expecting a bit more because of the snippet that we heard. Yeah. Um, I think that's the danger of snippets sometimes. I think they kind of hype you up for something that might not necessarily come true. Yeah, it's like almost like you set yourself up for, not failure, mm. but like disappointment if it isn't great. Cause yeah. Sierra's jump snippet. I felt like the bit that she sampled, that she previewed, was like very fun sounding, but the whole song doesn't sound like that snippet. So I was just like, um. I think I'd rather just not hear a snippet and rather than just drop it. Yeah, it's true because at least you don't have any expectation when you just yeah. hear it first time, rather than hearing one part of it and a song, the whole song, one that's on like that one part. So yeah, I agree with you, mate. Also, we have Ashanti uh, "Falling for You," which was released on the same day. That was a big day for music. Um, mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I haven't heard the song. So, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. It's like typical like R and B ballady kind of like song that I would expect from Ashanti. If I'm honest with you, um, the video looked high quality though. The budget was there. Um, so I out of all the releases though, I think that this is probably my no, more not my least. We'll get into it, like my least is coming, but it wasn't one of my favorites to be honest. The song I'll give like a six out of ten, but I think Ashanti's on the right path to making a good comeback if she continues on this route. Anyway, I think. Um, so yeah, listen to the song when you get some time and let me know what you think. I will, I will. Um, so we have a new album from Drake. Yes, we do. Um, I feel like he's just popping out albums so quickly. <laughs> he's rotating. He's trying to get out of Gondrats because I'm trying to figure out why. I'm actually wondering the same thing because yeah, we literally just had well, is it two two years ago now? Certified Lover Boy. Yeah, then we had... What's the other one after the last year? The yeah. one that was more dance. Was it this yeah. year? I can't... You know, I never remember what that album's name is. Wait, that was this year? You released it a couple months ago, didn't it? Yeah. Well, we released it around the same time. Well, just before Renaissance. Yeah, just before Beyonce. Wait, that was this year? Wait, hold on. He's released two albums this year. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I just deeped. That and album like was so years, Two years before that. Well, maybe a bit less than two years. He released Certified Lover Boy. So, mm-hmm. I don't really know. It was, that's like three albums in two years three years I I'm not gonna I don't never remember what the name of the other album is I don't either if you if nothing uh, something no I'm thinking of if you see this is too late whatever <laughs> I, no, I don't even know what it's called either I don't even I don't even know <laughs> so yeah so on this I haven't I haven't really listened to album to be fair but he basically took shots at Megan Thee Stallion yeah um, <clears throat> Wait, first of all, the album's called Her Loss, which I think is really weird. 
Yeah, I think that all, all the albums kind of like lead into a sentence, if that makes sense. So the last one makes it. it... Hold on, I'm going to have to check this out now because I always forget this album too. I me don't too. know why. But I guess it's because it wasn't really memorable to me or anybody. It was called Honestly Nevermind. Honestly Nevermind, that was it. Yeah. Her Loss then. Okay. Yeah, so that's like Honestly Nevermind, Her Loss. I feel like it makes a sort of sentence kind of thing, if that makes sense. Okay. Well, yeah. This is a joint album of 21 Savage, isn't it? 21. 21 Savage. Um, yeah, so basically talk shots at Megan. I can't remember the exact line. So the song is called Circo, Circo Loco. And the line is like a, it sounds like a double entendre to me, but it's, he said, this bitch lie about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. She don't even get the joke, but she's still smiling. Um, So he doesn't necessarily say like, you know, lying about getting shot, but it's like a play on words because obviously she got allegedly shot by Tory Lanez. So it's like, it's obviously somewhat picking up reference to that, but then also making it reference his women who get butt shots and then they like lie and say that they don't and they're thick naturally basically because women that are thick tall and thick or whatever are often referred to as stallions hence her name Megan Stallion so yeah so it depends everyone's dissecting, dissecting it different, in different ways on the internet some people are saying oh he's just like being lyrical or whatever it's double entendre and then some people are like this is a clear shot but she took it as a shot and went off of him on Twitter basically so <clears throat> and then also in the same song he kind of went a bit further and said another line which I think was a direct shot he said shorty says she graduated she ain't learned enough play her album track one Kaya heard enough and that to me was like hmm she's like the only rapper that has like formally spoken about like going to college and you know getting a degree and important yeah. graduating so I think that was a clear shot at her but the other one was like a sort of dig almost like a reference it was like a smart play on words but I can see why she got offended to be honest with you yeah she basically was saying like People keep using the whole shooting thing as like for clout and stuff, yep. um, which is kind of which I kind of see. It was just kind of annoying because why there's no reason for Jake to come first for no like there's just no reason. Yeah, it was random, isn't it? It's just very random. So I get where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're all still in the dark about how what happened at the with the whole shooting thing, but I don't feel like that's ever going to come out. <laughs> just like she can take that to the grave. Um. Yeah, is there any other like thing like shots that he took on the album? Um, no, I think that was. Oh, he mentioned. I think he mentioned Serena Williams' husband and called him a groupie. Um, that was it, I think, from what I remember. Yeah, and then he responded saying something about I don't know what he said, but he was basically like, "Yeah, I love my wife. Like, I'd rather I'm happy to be a groupie for her." Paraphrasing something along the lines of that. So yeah, he felt very saucy on this album, clearly, because he was taking shots at everybody once everyone's way <clears throat> it's just very random though. I just don't understand why he just decided to do that but yeah, yeah same but um, you know what that was actually good as well like I didn't like the last project but it's like reminding me of like prior Drake, Drake stuff so I actually like quite a few songs I've listened to 8 of 16 songs so I need oh, to listen cool. to other half but yeah it's good I'm not usually a big fan of like joint albums to be mm. fair but I might give it a go it's just I don't know it's just random Drake and 21 Savage just seem like a random parent to me yeah, I think it's off the back of like his song, um, Jimmy Crooks from no from the last album. What's the, I forgot what it's called again. Good lord. Oh yeah, what's honestly, it, what, never mind. Honestly, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. It's like it's not that difficult. But yeah, that um, he had as number one with Twenty One Savage on that album, and so I feel like off the back of that, they were like, mm, you know, people like us together. Let's make a whole album. And it's 
I think it's going to debut quite well. It'll probably be number one if Taylor Swift doesn't come and release another remix to her album. Fair <sighs> enough. Um, so the last new release that I'm just going to group in here is Summer Walker's Last Day of Summer sped up version. Did you have a chance to listen to it? No, because I just don't really... I'm not really interested in sped up oh. version of an old album. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did you like it? Did you listen to it's it? It's actually good. Like, it's like a whole new perspective of how... Like, basically just like... When, when it's sped up, it doesn't mean it's like... Well, it, I don't know how to explain it. It's just a bit more upbeat, basically, because most of the songs on that album, on that EP, were quite slow and quite dreary. Yeah. Um, So there's a bit more mid-tempo, which is nice. It's a nice change. And mm. a lot of people regard this as one of Summer's best projects. So it's nice that she kind of paid homage to that. Um, so it's basically like for the fans. Um, if you didn't really like the album in the beginning, though, probably wouldn't. I can see why you wouldn't really like care for it. Yeah, no, I'm a Walker fan that came like late. So I heard Girls Need Love, and then after that, she literally released her album um, over her best album. So that's when I was captured by her. Then I went back and listened to a lot of her stuff, in opposed to like listening to her mixtapes and stuff. When because I had never heard of her until Girls Need Love. Remix no, me neither. Through. So, yeah, but um, I said I'll listen to it, but I was like, you know what? No, nah, it's okay. Like I have enough music from her. Let me not listen to this <laughs> because I'm just thinking about some some sped up girls needs love, like some girls need love too. Girls need love too. Oh, it's, it's not like that. I'm That's not that like. <laughs> <laughs> just checking because I'm not interested in that at all, and I feel like really weird. Also, speaking of someone called Must One Topic, um, she's broken up with her boyfriend Larry who she's pregnant for um they appear to be having they, they appear to have a good relationship though so they'll be able to co-parent um so they're still friends but they're not romantically together anymore and I'm just like she's one of those people that move too quickly with people in my opinion like you just came out of a high profile public relationship and then you like jumped into getting pregnant with somebody else not to judge but like and it's always with the same type of person as well. Yeah, like this, it's just, I don't know. And I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like feasible. Because I just feel like you shouldn't be trying to have trying to have kids with people that you're not going to be mm-hmm. with, you know. Or if I you want to, you know, just or fill out the relationship a bit more before you decide to get pregnant or to, you know. Mm-hmm. Because everything's rosy in the beginning, isn't it? And then it's like after that honeymoon period that you really start to see the real them. So. And I'm not a relationship expert, but isn't the whole point of like breaking up and having exes and stuff to try and like get someone different or like move on to the from the things that like cause that relationship to break up so if you're going to go for the same person same thing's going to keep happening and like you said bringing children into that is just not probably the best thing because you don't want to have like children with so many men and then like it just all becomes confusing and it's just i don't know i just don't want to see that her go down that route because it's going to take away from her talent and her music and i feel like i feel like it already is to be fair like even from the first album She's always known for her like spats or like um, speaking her mind on Instagram and stuff about her relationship with London mm-hmm. and Jack, whatever. So I feel like that's kind of always tainted her um, musically, not musically, but like it's tainted her like reputation and her personality and stuff, which is a shame because obviously we know that she's so talented and stuff. Exactly, it's um, true. Like in terms of her spats with um, London on tracks, baby moms and him and. It does take away from the music, so I agree with you. But hopefully things are different with Larry because he seems to be cool and she was filming him talking about going to sleep with 
a woman who wants to pay him and she was like he should do it and I was like okay this is weird but anyway what do I know oh, that's just messy <clears throat> also sorry one more release um, what was it Rihanna oh how did I forget <laughs> I was like wait hold on wait. <laughs> girl bad girl oh, did I forget oh my god okay <clears throat> so yeah Rihanna released a song called Lift Me Up for the Wakanda soundtrack which is out on Friday um, the movie's out on Friday not the song the song's already out mm-hmm. um, I actually really like the song if you listen to it in the, in the mindset of that it's for a soundtrack and it's for Wakanda and it's for Chadwick Boseman it's actually such a beautiful song um, I think a lot of people didn't expect it from Rihanna but obviously like she said it's not for it's not her it's not for her it's for the movie so and I know you're not really a fan of soundtracks like that but it's actually such a nice song. Like, don't, can't you just agree? Don't you think it sounds a bit like um, like I know Thames wrote it, but it, it literally sounds like Thames could be singing it. As well. It sounds like she should just have sang it herself. Because mm-hmm. it literally like I can I feel like Rihanna sounded sounded it. Rihanna sang it exactly the same as the demo. I think I can imagine if they ever leaked the demo, it would just sound exactly the same. Because mm-hmm. you can there's certain inflections that Thames have yeah. these things that just you sound. Know? Like, you know the, the last bit when she's like, hold me, hold me. It sounds like Thames. Yeah. Like, literally like Thames. Um, she's got a Nigerian accent as well, so it's a bit African. <laughs> um, but what I love about, I love that Rihanna gave Thames her flowers, which is nice. Yeah. Um, was supposed to be, it was supposed to be rumoured that she's going to have another song on the soundtrack, but I looked at the, the track list and then there's no other song, so whoever leaked that or rumoured that, go to hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's getting nothing better for no reason, isn't it? <laughs> Um, but I think it's a really nice song for the movie, honestly. What would you give it out of 10? Out of 10, I'd give it a 7. Did you see the um, video? The video is nice. It's just a bit boring, but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? Honestly, like, I know I keep saying this, but soundtrack songs and soundtrack mo- um, videos, they're normally, they're pretty much always the same things. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, you have clips of the movie, and then you have, like, whoever's singing, like... yeah just standing there or whatever so honestly if you look listen to it in the mindset of the movie and i feel like it would fit right when we go and watch it i don't know i'm gonna go watch it next week i think but when i go watch it i think um it will make sense within the movie because i think it's yeah. the, the credit song so mm-hmm. yeah and she said that she only released it basically she only released new music to honor chadwick which i which i thought was nice yeah um <clears throat> yeah sentiment behind it is nice definitely um, also staying on Rihanna she basically said well she shut down rumours that she's going to release new music just because she's doing the Super Bowl uh, she basically said the Super Bowl is one thing but new music is another so she basically just said go to hell we're not getting music <laughs> yes. so I just feel like what kind of um, I'm, just trying to, I'm intrigued to know what kind of song she's going to sing for the Super Bowl because I'm not going to lie we've heard it all before like I don't know like I want something new I want something fresh I know she's got like a lot of hits but I've seen her perform like Diamond so many times. I've seen her perform like Rude Boy so many times. There's only so many times I want to hear her perform the same songs. So that makes sense. And I feel like if she performs We Found Love, that era is over. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's gonna, now we know she's going to perform all her old stuff. So, yeah. Sorry about it, everybody. It would be nice if, because even though she's not releasing new music, it would be nice for her to maybe switch up and do some like album tracks. But I, was, I know she won't because it's Super Bowl. Yeah, I really hope that she somehow catches wind of what we said and she decides to start off with Pond the Replay. Yeah. That's a really big moment because it's an ode to the island girl that started off in 2005. I think that would be nice. 
but Stick to the islands. Not holding my breath because no. we'll um, do what she wants. Do what you want. What you want? I don't What's... know why. I said that song. Um, <clears throat> what you gonna say? I was gonna say sorry. Just about to lift me up. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> why don't you like it? I don't get. What I don't like do. it. <laughs> why? The thing is, yeah, I get that it's a soundtrack song, but then like it's been promoted like it's like a real single because it's getting radio play. It's debuted here on the radio and it's doing that, and it debuted at number two on the Hot 100 in America, and it's been promoted. It's getting a lot of radio play, so I'm like, they're really pushing it. The label or the labels or whoever she signed to seem to be pushing it like it's a single. Um, again, soundtracks are cool. Like I get the purpose. Some soundtracks are really good, and I like a couple of soundtrack songs over the last couple of years. This one, I just can't really... It just sounds... It's just flat to me, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I understand the premise is supposed to be like an ode to Chadwick and it's supposed to be in the credits. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, this sounds like perfect for the end of a... But it's just like the moments on the song were not really like that. Like, the high notes and the peaks of the song were not really that energetic or energised. It just sounded like she needed a bit of water, to be honest with me. I'm actually <laughs> Um, So, I just... It was just not like I listened to it. I've listened to it at least like five times now, and and the last listen I was like, yeah, okay, you know what? It's not bad, but at the same time, I'm just like, no, it's just flat. Because I've heard like ballad songs. She's got ballad, ballady like soundtracky songs. Diamonds could have been a soundtrack for a, a film or something. You know what I mean? Um, and there's the vocal performance is much more. You know, I don't know. I just feel like I wasn't really feeling the emotion. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Because I know that she can sing quite. I think she can sing quite well. Anyone person, not everyone might agree with that. But I think she's got a a good voice on her to do whatever but I just thought she didn't invoke the emotion required so maybe it would have been better if Thames just sang the song herself because I can imagine she would have delivered it how she intended when she wrote it just my opinion regarding that um the song's gonna get like a four out of ten from me I'm not gonna lie to you and the video is a typical soundtrack video so it can get a five out of ten but yeah I'm underwhelmed sorry well, there you have it, guys. A reaction <laughs> right here. <laughs> I love Bad Girl Riri. Don't get me, don't get it twisted. But I'm also disappointed. You're not going to release new music. Super Bowl, you're, you're going to give us the old songs. We've waited six years, seven years for new music. You're not going to give us nothing new to Super Bowl. By that time, you should at least have one song you can promote and put out. And you're telling me no. Okay. And then you want me, if you come and sing Lift Me Up at this Super Bowl, I will fly to America and boo her. Because what the heck? Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm done now. I like the song. I don't think I get what people are saying that it doesn't really go anywhere. Like it could go, it could um at the end it could go a bit further because it doesn't really end in a big like explosion. If that makes sense. Mm. But I just think it's a nice song. It's a nice little chilled, sentimenty song, and it's nice for autumn and winter. Um, um, yeah, I do agree though. Like I do when I I love Rihanna. And I did. When when I first heard it, I liked the song and whatnot. I do appreciate that Rihanna jumped on it, or whatever. But I, the first thing I thought was Thames could have sung this. Yeah, she probably just should have sung it to herself, yeah. or they could have collaborated on it, maybe. Yeah. So, but I think Thames has got another song on the soundtrack. Oh, okay. that she actually sang. Um, that I saw on the track list, so maybe that's why. And I think, obviously, Marvel probably you know they're in their marketing bag they've obviously thought you know what rihanna hasn't released music for six years let me let me rope her in so she can they can like get all the the streams and all the sales and stuff so mm. it's working because like you said it's all on radio play and airplay and whatever it's number three in the uk now um okay top top five top five top five she was only blocked from number one on the billboard because of taylor swift but you know we'll get to her so <laughs> 
but yeah, I don't really have anything else to say on lifting me up. I think that's all our new music. And then I guess an honourable mention to Division, who released Working on the Karma, but I think I added that song to our playlist last week anyway. So yeah. That's fine. It's an okay album. I like Bring It, my favourite song. They're coming to the UK in um, February, so I might see them again, depending on how I feel. It's only £30, so I might as well. Just um, one last thing on Rihanna. Her Savage Fenty Show Volume 4 is coming. Or is it out? It's, one, it's coming, I think, this week. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but Stormzy, she basically used a Stormzy song um, in like um, a promo, not a promo. There was like a video on Instagram where she was at the premiere, premiere mm. of the Savage Fenty um, Volume 4. And they, she used a Stormzy song. So Stormzy was like, gosh, she was like, oh, don't, nobody speak to me today. Rihanna used my song. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute that she like used a UK artist song. Yeah, <clears throat> that's nice. I like that. Represent Rihanna will always give like love and credit to people that are like not. I mean, he's not like an unknown artist, but maybe in America, no, I think he's on his way to being a megastar to be fair. But... Yeah, but like, I guess he's he's from the UK, so you know, a little bit more exposure doesn't hurt at all, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, so that's I think our new all our music. Um, although I guess this is kind of music related, but Sweetie has announced a single life which will, will be coming this year. Um, I'm assuming that's her album, right? Yeah, so... Oh, oh my God, so I put this on there because I was like, oh, my God, so, you know, was it last week? One week. And I think it was two Hot Topics ago, maybe the, the last <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> we were saying how we thought Sweetie should release, forget about Pretty Bitch Music and release us an album about her relationship with Quavo. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And this is exactly what she's doing. She basically said that Single Life is going to be about her relationship with Quavo. So she basically listened to the rated podcast and said, yeah, I'm going to take their advice. So <laughs> thank you, sweetie. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited that she kind of like left Pretty Rich Music to the side and she's kind of gone to the new direction that we said that she should go down. Um, yeah, I think that makes sense. I think they'd be listening to the rated podcast low-key because... They really do. They'd be doing the stuff that we asked them to do. And I'm not going to lie though, actually, just because, Jonathan jumping on my list, just Quakeoff has died... I feel like it would be very awkward right now to kind of, like, this Quavo. So I don't think that, like, she probably should just wait till next year, if I'm honest with you, just because of the timing of, like, takeoff from, rest in peace, takeoff from Migos got mm-hmm. shot um, in Houston, Texas, like, over the last week or so. Um, so I believe this thing, his uncle, who also was around when he got shot, would probably look, it would be in poor taste. I'm sure there's a, a songs on there that are sending shots at Quavo. As he's been... You know, a lot of people have been indirecting her and cussing her the last couple of weeks. So I feel like she's just waited a bit too long. So now I think she should just wait until 2023 because anything that she puts out that has a diss to towards Quaver will be... You know how the internet drags women already? She's just going to get dragged all kinds of directions. So people will think that it's in poor taste that she's done that whilst he's grieving. So if she knows what's good for her, she should just wait. And also the time of the year that she's releasing is not the time of year for her. She needs to wait till quarter four which is January to um, March, because quarter three is for the heavy hitters, the Taylor Swifts, the Rihannas, the Beyonce's, the Scissors, you know, the Adele's, the Harry Styles's, the whoever else is a big hitter, the BTS's, you know what I mean? This is the people that release albums and stuff in, at this point in the year, because they will be selling mega amounts in terms of our current music climate. So I think she should just wait until 2023. We've waited already for like how many years? For one album, so I might as well wait another six months or so. In my opinion, 
That's interesting. I didn't really think about that because I, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't really like make the correlation between Take Off Dying and her releasing that album. <clears throat> so I think you're right. She should definitely wait. It won't be very much in good taste if she does release an album like Dis and Quaver because obviously it's probably grieving and whatever. Um, and people would probably like take it out on her or like be like, oh, why are you doing this at the time? Blah, blah, blah. So I think, yeah, you're right in that sense. She should definitely wait. And like you said, it makes more sense for her to wait anyway. Even if that didn't happen, it'll make more sense for her to wait until next year anyway. Yeah, because her album will just end up tanking. Because I know that she's not going to sell more than like 40k, realistically speaking, without a hit single. So, and then like, when is she going to release it? You know what I mean? Like, it's November now. She would have to release a single one. And that would take some time to build attraction. And then when will you release the album? You know what I mean? So it's just a bit like, no, just wait. The new year's coming. Just be patient. Mm-hmm. Give it some time for the situation to um to, to kind of like cool down. Also, rest in peace to David O'Son, whilst we were speaking about takeoff. Um he was three, I believe, and he drowned. And he literally like the same within the same twelve hours of takeoff being shot, David O'Son died and Aaron Carter also died like recently. So rest in peace to all three of them. Mm-hmm. And I pray that God consoles their families during this time period because the loss is not easy. Yep. R. I. P. Um, we're really like going back and forth from this list. Boy. We are. I don't know where we are no more. I can't lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going back to Rihanna now. <laughs> she, she is basically rumored to be headlining Glastonbury in twenty twenty three. Um, thoughts. Um, I think this is the year of Rihanna doing everything. But like, is she ready for all of this commitment though? Because I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like Rihanna is over music, and she's completing her contractual obligations right now. So that's why I feel like she's out because I know she's making big bank from all the fashion and stuff she's doing. Like that made her a billionaire, not music. So I think she's just like, let me get these last albums out and then fulfill my contractual obligations and then just go into being a full time businesswoman. I think. Yeah, to be fair, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think we'll get any music from Rihanna until tw- like 2026. Like it's not happening. 2026. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Because if she's not releasing music when she's in talks to headline Glastonbury and she's also doing the Super Bowl, when is she going to release new music? It's true. Because, like, these things that require, like, her to have new music out, I mean, it'll be beneficial, but it will just create a resurgence because obviously everyone will listen and restream or whatever songs she performs. So, (laughs) yeah, it's, like, not by force, but at the same time, it's, like, you know, it'll be beneficial. It'll be good if she did release new music, but, yeah, she doesn't have to. So, yeah, but I think it'll be good. I mean, cool. That'll be cool. Super Bowl and Glastonbury in one year. A lot of work, though. I don't know if she's ready for that commitment because that's going to require, like, Glastonbury is when? In June, July, February. Um, actually, I don't know. Let me get let me Google it. Um, I think it might be... It's definitely not summer. Yeah, because I'm just like, I don't really know when it is, actually. I feel it like it is. Let's see. Oh, it's in June. Oh, June. Okay, cool. Yeah, so June. So, okay, she's got time. Cool. I was just thinking about, like, the closeness to of the Super Bowl. Super Bowl will be in February. I was just like, she needs a couple months to kind of, like, rehearse and practice because having two major shows in two in a close space of time will be a lot. But that gives enough time to actually, like, rehearse and practice and, you know, recover from giving birth because I guess she's still in post, you know, pregnancy. So she's... Yes, we haven't really heard. We don't even know what the baby's name is. Yeah, she's probably still breastfeeding and all sorts. So mm. that her just, you know, and the baby will be, will be one by that time, I think. So, yeah, Zerd. 
Yes, yes, yes. Um, in other news and regarding sales, Megan Thee Stallion and Michael Jackson have both sold over 1 million units in the US in 2022, which I think is really commendable because I think a lot of people are going in on Megan about her music sound the same and stuff, but clearly they're still interested in her for her to sell a million. And Michael Jackson has been dead for like 13 years and he's still selling millions of units uh-huh. how many years later. So that just speaks on his legendary status, if I'm honest. So well done to them. Yeah, it's nice that they're Megan, she must be in like thrilled that she's in the same like sentence as Michael Jackson. That's really <laughs> um so moving on to once or wish list of celebrities, um, not celebrities, artists who want to work with each other. So, <clears throat> Jasmine Sullivan, wait, let me go to Brandy. Wait, actually, I'm just Jasmine Sullivan wants to collaborate with Beyonce. Um, I saw that she's mentioned that, and I was like, when I thought it was interesting because I feel like a collaboration between them two would be very interesting because it would mean that Beyonce would have to go back to her R&B bag. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we haven't really heard that from her. Obviously, she does, she does incorporate R&B into her music. Obviously, not Renaissance, but before in Lemonade and stuff. She does incorporate R&B, but she hasn't done, like, proper, proper R&B for, like, mm-hmm. a while now. Um, so it'd be interesting for her for, to, hear, to hear what she, it would sound like, for her to go back to her R&B roots. Mm-hmm. And um, Jasmine Sullivan, as we know, has a powerful, powerful voice. So I wonder if it's going to be one of those songs where they're, like, competing with each other vocally, or is it going to be, like, a calm song? I don't know. can't really imagine how it's going to be, but I think it'll be interesting anyway. Yeah, no, I feel you. I think it'll be interesting to hear. One thing that I feel like I, I'm, I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much because I don't know how likely the collaboration is to happen. But it will be nice, I think, because Jasmine's been on, on one the last couple of, like, the last year she's, or years she's been getting her flowers, like, in terms of Grammys and, like, certifications and stuff. So I think it will be mm-hmm. a very good sounding song, and especially because of vocal performance, because they can both. It will give Beyonce a bit of a run for her money, I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. Also, like, Beyonce hasn't... So her last collaborations have been with pop artists, mm. mainly. Like, she did one with Ed Sheeran. She did one with Coldplay. Um, trying to think of what else. But mainly they've been with pop artists and, like, men. Mm. Pop men. So it'd be interesting for her to have a fem- female collaboration. Um, mm. I wonder if it'll be, like, her song or Jasmine's song, though. Yeah, I can imagine it being Jasmine. Mm, Jasmine featuring Beyonce. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I could see it happening though, because I feel like, like you said, Jasmine's got she's made a name for herself recently. Yeah, and I definitely think Beyonce would have noticed that. So, I yeah. think a song came along and Beyonce liked it. I think she definitely would jump on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the, let me not put that past Beyonce. That's true. She's always supportive of people when she can be. So, I agree. Um, another one is Brandy and Normani apparently have a collaboration in the stash that was recorded. So um, a fan asked Brandy on Instagram if the songs with Normani are going to make it on her album. And Brandy responded saying she hopes so. Um, but like she basically said that's like beyond Normani's control because she knows how some of the labels work. So she hopes something that they did will make it onto her album. And I was like, oh, okay. So they made like one of more than one thing or did one more than one thing together. So Normani has clearly been worked on the album, but for some reason RCA are just holding her back. I don't know what it is, what they need from her. Or whatever the situation is over there, she pissed somebody off and she said that she paid for the whilst video for it by herself and they've like blacklisted her or they, they've shelved her till 2023. Nobody knows. So, Brandy Normani would be interesting, but I'd be here for it. I think. 
I'll be here for it if they if it has the proper promotion. <laughs> I don't want it just to release a song and then it just goes to the wayside, like you know, yeah. most of Normani songs have. So yeah, it'd be interesting. I feel like I would like the song. I just wouldn't. I don't know if it would. I don't know if I want a song that's not the lead single for her album. Mm. It just it would just be a bit redundant to me. Like I said, I don't like songs that just float, and that's yeah. what Normani has right now. So floaters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting to hear what that sound like. Obviously, Brand- Brandy slays any song, so yeah. Going back to Beyonce, we really did not do this list well, boy. Uh, we've been <laughs> up and down today, guys. Sorry, it's sorry. <laughs> um, going back to Beyonce, she basically sent Sid, I don't even know who that is. Um, okay, so he's the guy that produced Plastic Off the Sofa, <clears throat> sent him flowers. Um, and in the note, she mentioned visuals. Also, I was going to mention that she trolled us and said, for, um, oh, I can't remember what the thing said now. It was something about Halloween. Was it Halloween? Oh, yeah. So it was a Halloween costume when she did the Proud Family. And there was like one picture that was like, oh, me waiting for Beyonce's Renaissance visuals. And she like released that herself. And then she's like, fuck <laughs> is like, they're trolling right now because she knows that people are waiting for these damn visuals. <laughs> um, but that makes me think. Like what I said before, I think it's true that she's going to release them all as one thing. Yeah, like a film kind of thing. Yeah, or like either a film or maybe like a re-release or something. Yeah. The album, you know. So I think we're going to get them soon, hopefully. I mean, there's meant to be two other acts, so I'm wondering when she's going to release the two other acts. Is she going to wait till next year? Is she going to do it Christmas time? I don't know. I feel like she's going to probably drag it out for the next two years. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's probably good though. I feel like every summertime, every July, she could probably release the other two because then it'll be done by 2020. Yeah. And she's going on tour next year. I'm going to go and get another job because I'm going to need to afford I was going to say, I was talking about this with my friend earlier. I was like, we're going to have to like take out a whole mortgage just to go and see her. <laughs> I'm not prepared. I just know those tickets are going to be so expensive. No, not really um, good, man. At all. Um, yeah, so sorry. Sid is um, from a group called The Internet. Um and she produced Oh the internet. I yeah, she's one of the singers on the internet. And she produced the plastic off the sofa, yeah. Um so yeah, Beyonce sent her flowers and was like, Ew, thank you. Um you looked really amazing in the in the in the film or something like that. Or you did a great job looking at the visuals and um so everyone was like, Oh, they're coming. So yeah, they're all pending, I guess. But she'll probably as you said, like it'll probably come out either like how Lemonade did like as a whole video anthology thing or whatever you call it or she'll just drop them all at one time on youtube i think i prefer like both options and maybe like an ability to watch it as a little film or something on netflix and then also like or amazon or something and then also the video has just been released um on YouTube, on, like, yeah YouTube, yeah to Me help with the sales and streams or whatever me too that'd be a good idea yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. um next on our list so Kanye West has been gone for a period of being basically cancelled. Um, and the one of the most recent things that happened to him was that he's um, Max Figar got removed from the Madame Two Swords in London. And um, I guess the question to ask is, like, have the corporations gone too far when it comes to Kanye? Because he's been dropped by a lot of companies and organisations. Essentially, he's been blackboard, I would say. Like, everyone's, not, you know, refusing to work with him now. They're removing him from this and that. His net worth has dropped. He's losing endorsements, funding for his school, and all kinds of things. And then this, that matter to swords thing, is like the next thing. And in my head, I was like, when you added it to the list, I was like, seriously, like they've got people like Hitler at Madame to swords, and Hitler like killed how many people? 
but he's like a major part of history. So it's just like you can leave Hitler there, who murdered like a million, a gazillion Jewish people and whoever else he killed. But then Kanye West made a comment about going DEFCON, whatever he said, and then you guys are like removing him from everything and dropping him from everything. And I just feel like it's a bit too much. You know what I mean? Because the people that, as I said, like, again, hist- like, you know, Hitler, a very extreme example, but like he killed so many people. So if that was the case, shouldn't we like erase him from history as well? Like, you know, why do we need to know? know what he looks like or whatever why is he in Madame Two Swords he didn't do anything good it wasn't nothing positive so yeah it's a lot Um, I agree that he should be kind of reprimanded somehow for the comments he's saying he said but yeah like you said I think that if you're going to have other people in the in the museum that did a whole lot worse than him and are still like public not public but historical figures maybe it is a bit too far to really to remove it um but then like i said i think i was saying it another time another like last week um what can you really like what how can you like deal with kanye west basically i don't know any other way you could do it mm. um because if you don't do anything and you just let him like make his comments whatever he's just going to think that he's not doing anything i mean he probably thinks that anyway yeah but I don't know. It's like it's just it's a hard thing because what what can you really do? Because like I said, his comments are really damaging. So I don't know what you can really do. Um, but yeah, I do. I think I do agree with what you're saying about it being a bit too far to really, to remove him from the from the museum. Because yeah, you can't just have people like Hitler in there and then you do, and then you remove Kanye West. Like remove Hitler then. Exactly. Yeah, it's a hard one though. It's it's a hard one because like we know. As we know, well, it's assumed that he's like mentally ill as well. So it's hard to know what to really do, really. So yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, that's a good point though. How do you reprimand somebody that is continuously misbehaving? I guess their way of doing so, or the way the industry is doing so, is like by dropping him from everything. But I don't know. It's, it's like. I think dropping him from partnerships and stuff, that's fair enough. Mm. Um, because that's, you know, that makes you think about what you're doing and. I don't think you should have someone as an ambassador or whatever for your company if they're making damaging comments to the community. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But yeah, thinking about it, the statue thing, it's probably a bit too far because, you know, that's, he still needs to be appreciated for what he has done. Yeah, he's made major contributions to music. Um, whether he, you know, he might, he says outlandish things all the time, yes. And yes, he has mental health problems, obviously not using that as an excuse, but yeah, he can't be erased in terms of like, the contributions he's made to music. He's produced a lot of amazing songs. He has a lot of accolades when it comes to music and stuff, so yeah, it's just, it's a bit of a funny one when it comes to, he said, how do we deal with this person if they keep behaving badly? Um, yeah. Yep. Um, so moving on, last couple of points here. It's <laughs> actually funny. I don't know why I find it funny. Um, Tim, do, sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing. Megan found <laughs> Megan Markle found out that she's forty three percent Nigerian, uh, and then Prince Harry and Megan donated to Nigerian charities to aid the flooding. Um, I think it's kind of it's really nice, and I feel like it's nice that she kind of delved into her heritage and to see where she was actually from. Mm. Like we said, like we said, we discussed before, Americans have a really weird um, relationship, I guess, with their heritage. Yeah. Like compared to the UK, I feel like because we're most of us are probably like second generation or third generation, 
Whereas in America, they're, they're very much, it goes far, far back. So I get why they're not as connected to their heritage as, as we are, but they still have a very weird, weird relationship with it, I think. Because that's something that I just feel like in the UK we'll never do. Like, we'll never go and, like, see what percentage we are of what. Because I think we know. And most of us know where we're from and what, kind of where we come, like, what, where our family are from. So I think that's a bit weird for me. Um, Not weird, but it's just a different, I guess it's just a different country and they deal with it differently. Yeah. But again, it's nice that she actually did go and delve into it and that they're actually helping. It's nice. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Like, I thought it was interesting because I, I feel like, generally speaking, a lot of the friends that I have that have done their ancestry DNA tend to be Nigerian, but only because I feel like during slavery times, Nigeria was like the biggest country in West Africa, and the people who were involved in the slave trade were going to West Africa because of where the ports were, like near Ghana and Nigeria or wherever. So I guess it makes sense to me that they were taking most of the people from there because it's like you've got a big country, you might as well just get as many people as you can from there. You know, there's more people available, so it makes sense. Caribbean people that I know that have done that, especially DNA on Nigerian, I'm yet to meet somebody who's like not at least one, like at least ten percent Nigerian. To be honest, that doesn't surprise me. Um, I think, like you said, yeah, Americans have a really different relationship with like their ancestry and their like heritage because, as you said, we're like very in touch with it. So like somebody will ask you like, "Oh, where are you from?" You'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'm mixed race. Like, this is my dad's from. This is my mom's from." Someone will ask me the same thing, and I'll be like, "Yeah, like I'm Nigerian." Before saying British, sometimes. You know what I mean? Then in the forms, it starts getting a bit political because it's like, oh, but what are you? Uh, you have to be like, you know, black and black and mixed Caribbean or like black yeah. African or black British. And sometimes I'm black African, sometimes I'm black British. I'm just like, depending on which form, and I'm just like, oh my days, this is long. But yeah, we have a close relationship with that kind of thing <laughs> than Americans do, I guess, because slavery. Because they'll just call, they'll just be they'll just call themselves Black American, like, but then it's yeah, like... Black American. Yeah, some of them would get never... offended by saying um, Afri- I'm not African American. I've been there. yeah. Like, That's why I find it weird because we would never say I would never say I'm Black British. Like that, we would say where we're from first. Because yeah, I think, yeah. like thinking about it, we are Black British, but <laughs> we, I, we, I just never I've never heard anyone say that in the UK. <laughs> like the first thing you when you ask them where thing. you're from, you don't say yeah. oh here. I'd be like oh like my parents are Nigerian or like oh, but you know what I mean. That's how I tend to answer. Yeah, so you're right. You right, right, dude. Um, in other news, Elon Musk has taken over Twitter, and I feel like the world is ending soon. I'm not gonna lie to you. If we make it to 2023, I'll be surprised. Um, and he's saying that he's gonna start charging people a fixed amount. It's jumped from twenty dollars back down to eight dollars. I don't know how much it's gonna be. If you've got Bluetooth on Twitter, you're basically gonna have to pay a monthly fee. Um, and you know what? I'm not really mad at that. In opposed to, I feel like it would make sense on Instagram as well. Um like a charge for like because i feel like having a blue stick gives you a sense of status so you've probably got the money to pay for it like a lot of people that have blue ticks often have over like at least you know over ten thousand followers to an extent on whatever platform so they could be able to they should be able to afford like eight dollars it's like that's less than like a netflix subscription in my opinion so i'm not mad at that but i've seen that now that elon musk is in control of twitter that the use of the n-word has gone up like a lot so yeah. people are taking this freedom of speech thing a bit too far. Someone said that he should charge the people that use the N-word more frequently um, that $8 a month instead. And I was like, so they can use it. And I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I'm waiting for my blue tick, but don't charge me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no, I guess, I, I think you're right. Like, it, you, 
if you have a blue tick, you probably won't miss eight dollars. But then, then this thing, why, why does he need to charge people? That's the thing. <clears throat> I think, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Like, it's, it'll make a good amount of money. I think that's what it is. It's like a way to another way to monetize Twitter. I think. Yeah, I guess. I just. He's already like one of the richest people in the world, though. So it kind of just. Like, rich can you just not pay for yourself? <laughs> Literally, rich people love money, though. Can you imagine? Because imagine you're that rich and you're getting trying to further your richness, your riches. And he's fired loads of people from Twitter as well, like recently. Mm-hmm. The world is ending. Um, is Jeff Bezos is still above him, though, isn't he? Yeah, I think mean, he's probably still. I feel like he's like is he still the richest man. I don't even know. One of them is yeah, rich. I feel I like think, Jeff. Yeah, probably. one of them. I think it's Jeff Bezos. Um, Jeff Bezos. Uh, what a life to have. In it. <laughs> um. So. I didn't even know Selena Gomez had a documentary. I'm not going to lie to you. I found out today. I can't lie to you, mate. <laughs> so, Selena Gomez apparently has a documentary. Um, no idea what it's called, but go and find it if you want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> she basically admitted her friend that gave her a kidney from it. Um, Francia? Francia? Francia. Yeah, Francia. Um, I mean, that's a bit rude. I'm not going to lie. If you can have a, I feel like giving like having a kidney from someone is probably one of the biggest things that happened to you in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and to like not even acknowledge that, and you have a documentary about yourself, I think that's a bit rude. It is basically. So, I mean, you're basically just telling me that I'm not really your friend, but thank you for my kidney. Literally, <laughs> like, so in the quickest way possible. Um, Selena had kidney issues. I think she used to drink a lot as well. But anyway, she had kidney problems. Her kidney was shutting down. She basically was on the death of the brink of dying. And then um, her friend Francia, who's in the industry, I think she's a dancer, um, was like, oh, like, you know, I'll check it from a match for you, blah, 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 blah. But then Selena found out, like, before Francia did that she was a match. And then, like, basically things got kicked out and they just, she disagreed to, like, give her a kidney, basically. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, but then Selena got backlash because she's in, like, still, she still drinks, apparently quite excessively and stuff. And she's made, like, intensive posts on TikTok about alcohol consumption and stuff. And yeah, this her documentary is about her life. I think it's called Me, My My Mind, My Mind and Me. And she admitted the fact that this friend gave her a kidney, but she's mentioned like Taylor Swift was her only industry friend. And that's why people were like, uh, she gave you a kidney, you're saying Taylor Swift's your only industry friend. So that's why she's getting backlash. Um I think it was quite selfish of her, I'm not gonna lie. And I just feel like, you know, it's a lesson to learn to the Francia girl, like, you know what I mean? Because that's a huge thing. But so you better be careful because I think karma is very real and when you do things and, and act wickedly it comes back and bites you in your butt so yeah that's what I'll say about that yeah I think that's a bit rude I just don't think that's very nice um, yeah I mean I think it must be a lot to actually even, even agree to give someone your kidney that's not your family member mm-hmm. so I think that should really be appreciated and you should you know count your blessings that that person was there because like you said she was on the death door so exactly if i was francia i'll be pissed honestly i'm like, give me back my kidney Literally, <laughs> can you return that ish right now exactly. what do you mean? um yeah um in uk news i feel like we don't really talk about the uk so there's a show called Cele- um i'm a celebrity get me out of here and it features a lot of random celebrities from the uk and whatever that have you know they could be singers it could be like people from the news it could be footballers or athletes whatever um, so, oh God, Matt Hancock, who was our Secretary of State for Health and Social Care at one point in time, um, under Prime- Theresa May and Boris or whatever, um, has gone on, I'm a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I just think that is so funny, honestly. Um, and he's been, like, suspended from being an MP. 
Yeah, because it's like, what are you doing? It's like, what? Like, are you even? I'm sorry, but are you even a celebrity? Like, you're a politician. I don't think you're really a celebrity. I don't think it counts. Like, I don't think it I would say that politicians have been celebrities because I feel like celebrities are more like socialite. You kind of, you know, you got talent. You this is like a job, like a prof- a public sector job. You know, what I mean, I wouldn't call like a doctor a celebrity. So yeah, I agree. Also, there's so many people that you pissed off during the whole pandemic thing, and that's why you got your you got fired. Um, from being the health secretary or whatever. So why do you think people are going to be supporting you? I don't... It's They're not... going to make him do all the horrible, like... Um, As they should. Talented. As they should. Like eating testicles and all that kind of thing. Yeah, he'll do that the hard show... ones. That show is wild. It is so crazy. I can't believe that, that kind of thing is on TV. But you mm-hmm. know what? So shall it be. Shall. Um, yeah, that brings us to the end. Yeah, pretty much. Um, this has been a... Interesting episode, to say the least, you know. Very um, higgledy-piggledy, like, sorry, guys. It just... <laughs> <laughs> it's late. We've got things to do. But, yeah, um, any further topics? Any further topics? Any further comments? Anything else you wanted to say? Um, No, I don't think so. I think that's about it for now. Okay, cool. Well, we will wrap up and um, add new songs to our playlist. Um, So, guys, if you didn't know, we have a playlist called The Rated Playlist on Spotify, and each week we add a new school. An old school song to the playlist, and this week I'm adding the old school song. I'm always adding the new school song. Now add the old school song first. I'm gonna add Sierra Hotline because we were talking about music in our last episode. Music, um, songs that should have been singles, and I think that was one of them from her first album. So if you haven't listened to that song, go listen to that on her Goodies album. Yes. You know, I was gonna add the song that I had last week by mistake. I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna add that song anyway since I already said it. But I want to add another <laughs> one. <laughs> I want to add um, a song by Anderson Pack featuring her that I heard on Instagram the other day and I really liked it. Um, mm. It's called Where I Go. Mm. But yeah, Where I Go. That's one I sent you on Instagram. I don't know if you Oh, know. yeah, okay. Yeah, I did hear it. That was nice. Yeah. Um, oh, there's so many I could have added, but yeah, I'll add that one. Ooh, ooh. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, guys, thank you for listening as always. Um, if you have any topics or anything for us to talk about, um, feel free to drop us an email at the rated podcast one at gmail.com or um, at us on Instagram. Our Instagram page is at the rated podcast. We appreciate your, you know, your support and streams. Um, feel free to give us some five star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And my personal Instagram, if you want to get at me there, is at CarlCNM. I'm at Olive. And we will speak at you next time. Yes, we will. See you later. Bye. Bye.